0: You are listening to the Torah Sparks Podcast, the podcast that finds and ignites sparks of spiritual light and meaning in anything and everything, bringing out lessons and values straight from the Holy Torah. I am your host, Ori Straub. Let's jump right in. Hey everybody, hope you are doing amazing. It's another week. That means it's another parsha. You know what that means? It means it's another tower sparks podcast for you i want you to do me a favor don't do me a favor do yourself a favor fine don't do yourself a favor do do someone else a favor okay and imagine the following okay imagine you finish parking your car you walk inside to the store with the hope of finding a nice new shirt okay you 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 hope to find a shirt you go and shopping for a shirt you enter the store, and within a few seconds, you notice a shirt. It's literally singing and humming and calling your name, and you go over to it. And all of a sudden, you look at the tag to see how much it costs, and there's a clearance sign, and you, your heart skips two beats. You're, you're ecstatic. You're excited. You're thrilled. You're those are all the same thing. But the point is, you're happy that. You, Oh my gosh, the shirt is on clearance. You take it to the register. You're about to pay and the guy says, oh, by the way, this shirt is actually 10% discounted off of the clearance sticker that you saw. It's even more a bargain than what you've expected. And then you do something strange, something peculiar, something just way out of the box. You look at the cashier and you say, I appreciate it. I want to pay full price. Can you imagine what that cashier would do? Just imagine what that cashier is thinking. You want to pay full price on something that that says clearance. You want to pay full price. Are you out of your mind? Are are, are you what what is what is a matter with you, if I may ask? Who who in their right or left mind would even think to do such a thing? right? We live in a world where we love bargains. You know, psychologists have have determined that there's different reasons why we get a thrill for shopping for a bargain. And here's the thing, spending money on expensive items generally makes people feel bad in fact this website retail me not they did they, they did a survey with thousands of people and when the people when they asked if people experienced feelings of guilt after purchasing an expensive item 56 percent of the people who were surveyed reported that they felt extremely guilty or a little bit guilty a feeling that was particularly prevalent with millennials ages 25 through 34. That was 73%. Overall, only 28% of the people in the survey had no regrets on their purchase of something that was not on sale. And you wanna know the extent to the extent of how long people will even wait to get a deal. So this what the so the the psychologists did research. And they found out that people will wait up to two months to get the best deal. The length of time that Americans are willing to wait for a deal is about 57 days, just to find a good deal. So, but why? Why? Why do we like the deal? Why, why does it? Why do we like the bargain? And yeah, we know it triggers excitement. It, it triggers pride, happiness, and it. Overall, it's really a sense of winning or achieving something. Like you, you won, you like you beat it. This shirt initially cost us uh, 75 bucks, but you found it for 13 bucks. It's a win, you won. But besides for the money aspect and the saving, the psychologists also realize that one of the biggest factors of why people enjoy finding a good deal is because of the reactions from family and friends that you will get when you tell them, oh, sick deal, you should have seen what I got crazy deal it's like we live in a society where everyone has to tell you that they got a bargain on something anytime just think about the last time someone complimented you on your shirt you probably said oh yeah i got it for like 10 bucks at you know marshall's or nice shoes yeah i got it on sale why do we do that why, why do we have to tell people we got things on sale why is that a thing to say it's because people have this de- the desire to share that they won a bargain it, and it's the thrill of the bargain it's called bargain hunting and people enjoy it it's as simple as that you can't run from the facts people enjoy getting a good deal comes along this week's parsha parshas chay Avraham abraham avinu honest abe the first jew Avraham avinu says to the ben Ches, to ephron he says i need to buy this place i need to buy this burial plot for my wife Sarah. And you know what? mole So, cover. In chapter 23, verse 9, Avram Avinu says something absolutely astounding. He says, Bekesef mole. I want to pay in full price. I want to pay in full price. No deals, no bargains, no ifs, no ands, no buts. Give me the field at the cost value, because if molly. I want to pay it all. I want to pay in full. Now, this is hashtag mind blowing because seriously, you want to? You're offering to pay something in full price. Think about the psychology we've been talking about. People will do anything for bargains. People will wait fifty seven days, but not Avram Avino. Avram Avino had a different mentality. Avram Avino had a different mindset. I'm going to pay full price. And, and you know what this full price was, by the way? 400, 400 silver coins. Some modern studies show that might be around $100,000 plus. I don't know exactly, but those are the numbers I've seen. We're talking about an exorbitant amount of money, a crazy amount of money. And Avino wanted to pay in full. He wanted to pay because of Molly, But I think the Torah is telling us something very, very interesting. It's not just telling us, oh, Avram Avino had a lot of money, he was willing to pay even $100,000 for the burial spot for his wife. The, the Torah is telling us something deeper, the Torah is telling us something more. The Torah is telling us Avram Avino was willing to pay because of Molly, because that was the type of person he was. Avram Avinu was the type of person who gave it his all. In this situation, monetarily, yeah, I'm going to give it my all. Bekesef male, I'm going to give my all. But in every other situation of my life as well, I'm going to live with this mentality of bekesef male, I'm going to pay it all. I'm going to give it my all. Like someone famous once said that there's three options in life. You could give up. You could give in or you can give it your all. And the best approach, the most successful approach, successful people give it their all. Not that they succeed in everything they do, not that they never fall in what they do, but that each time and each day and each business deal and each moment and each davening, whatever you fill in the blank each time you give it your all, each time you approach it with the Kesef Mully attitude, with the Kesef Mully mindset, with the, this mindset of, of Avram Avinu to give it your all. Avram Avinu constantly lives with Hashem. He was a person who made it his nature to do to do everything to the max. In every area of his life, he made sure to use all of his kochos, all of his talents, his abilities, his strengths, his milos that Hashem gave him to do it and to use them in the ultimate way that he can. From the beginnings of our getting to know Avram Avinu, we've seen him time and time again as the type of person who gave every situation his kesef mole, every situation, his all. Avram Avinu was the nisayon man. He experienced 10 nisionos, 10 trials, and each test was very challenging and difficult, but Avram Avinu gave it his all and persevered. In fact, it was because of these challenges that gave him the potential to become the great Avram Avinu that we know. And it was this great effort that he portrayed, giving it his all, living with this attitude, the mentality of Bikesev Mole that actually enabled him to actualize his potential. He gave 100% of himself to each and every situation in his life. And the lesson for us is clear. Yes, to buy a shirt for things like that, go ahead, find the bargain. But in life in general, don't try to find the bargains of life. Don't try to find the clearance section of life and find the quickest way to get the quickest minion and the quickest way to leave and the quickest way to learn and you know the quickest way to get from point A to point B, the quickest way to do what I have to do and then just I leave too often in life we're looking for bargains, we're looking for sales, we're looking for the clearance rack section in our service of Hashem, but guess what? That's not where Havotus Hashem is found. Havotas Hashem, the service of Hashem is not found in the clearance section. It's found in the bekesef Mole section. It, it's found in those sections of the store, the sections of life, the sections of the world where you have to pay the full price, where you have to pay kesef molly, where you have to give it your max, where you have to give it 100%, where you have to give it your all. You know, Leslie Calvin Les Brown, an American motivational speaker, author, radio DJ, former television host and foreign politician, he's famous for saying the following, shoot for the moon even if you miss, you'll land amongst the stars. And that's actually ridiculously crazy that someone can actually come up with something like that. Because if you think about it, if you shoot for the moon and you miss, you will most definitely not land amongst the stars. Because think about it, the stars are way, way farther out. The stars are way, way harder to get than the moon. So if you miss the moon, which is much closer to us in proximity, you're certainly not gonna land among the stars. So I think you have to read it really the opposite. Shoot for the stars. Give it your all. Give it your max. And okay, you know, there's those times where even if you miss and you're off the mark, then, then maybe you'll land on the moon. You'll be like Neil Armstrong, okay? And you'll take the first step on the moon. And then from there, you'll you'll go back to the stars. But but don't shoot for the moon. Don't sell yourself short in life. Shoot for the stars, not the moon. Give it Kesef Mully, like Avram Avino. One of my favorite quotes is from a good friend of mine, Avram Mand, and it was his yearbook quote. And He said, the difference between try and triumph is a little bit of umph," And that's the message to take from Avram Avinu. That's the message to take from Kesef Malik Just give that umph, okay? Give it your all give it your max. And when you give it your oomph in life, you will find in those areas where you tried hardest, in those areas where you gave it your all in life, in those areas where you gave it your greatest oomph, those are the areas in your life where you triumphed the most. Those are the areas in your life where you succeeded the most. And I want to close with one beautiful story that I heard. A father tells his 12-year-old son to go into the backyard and And remove a tree stump. The boy, eager to show his father how he can master this manly task, runs out and begins pushing on the stump with all his might. After about 20 minutes of huffing and puffing and bears, oh my, the stump hasn't budged. The boy turns to realize that his dad has been outside watching him the whole time. Embarrassed, he tells him, I'm so sorry, father. I can't do it. I just can't. His father just smiles and says, Son, give it everything you have. Now the boy, more determined than ever, kicks, pulls, takes running starts, and pushes and pushes and pushes until his arms are limp, collapsing with exhaustion. The boy tells his father, between heavy breaths, I can't do it. His father looks at him and says, give it everything you have. The boy picks himself up and decides to give it one last try. But after 30 more minutes of grueling work... The stump is no more loose than when he started. Now the son is entirely spent. He sits on the stump and looks up at his father. I'm sorry, father. I gave it just everything. I really did. It just wasn't enough. The father looks at the son and smiles and says, you didn't give it everything you have, son, because you never once asked me for help. And I couldn't help but think how this is The perfect message for what we're trying to say. Yes, we have to do Bekesef Mali, Legav Mavinu. Yes, we have to give it our all. Yes, we have to give it our max. Yes, we have to come to the table with everything we've got. But then we have to realize, okay, there's one more thing we have to do. And that's ask Hashem for help. We can't do any as much as we try, as much as we do, as much umph as we do, as much as molly we do, as much as we pay full price, as much as as much as we give it our all in life. We will go nowhere without the help of Akhar Shbaruchu, and therefore we have to ask Him for help. Yes, we have to give it our all, but we have to ask Hashem and say, Hashem, I need your help. Help me do this. And together, when you give it your all and Hashem helps you in achieving what you are trying to do, there's nothing that can stop that. Absolutely nothing. Thank you so much for listening to another Torah Sparks podcast. If you enjoyed it, please rate, please review, please share it with your family, friends, your neighbors. I look forward to next week.